Welcome back for our Armchair Relations Lecture Series. Today I'll be speaking about something so prevalent and so disturbing for people, the subject of envy. But I will be contrasting envy with admiration. Um, sometimes people confuse those terms. And sometimes people confuse, very often people confuse, envy and jealousy. So I'll also speak to that distinction. First, I'll say what envy is and contrast it with jealousy. Envy is something that you feel towards another, one other, and you feel like you hate them and maybe even want to destroy what they have because you so intensely want what they have, but you believe you can't have it. Um, now, this kind of envy, if it's conscious, it can be worked with. If you're in psychoanalysis, psychoanalytic psychotherapy, and you become aware of your envy, it does not have to be destructive. But when it's unconscious, it can be acted out to try to hurt the other or take them away from them what they have because you have this envy which makes you feel like you're less than them and you can't have what they have. And if you can't have it, you want to destroy it. That's the oral envy. That's a primitive oral envy that Melanie Klein talks about. It's different than the higher level, more differentiated penis envy that Freud talked about or, womb, or um, breast envy that we could talk about. It's, it's a more primitive oral envy. Um, it is, it does overlap actually with breast envy, but not the higher level penis envy or, or genital envy um, or gender envy. And um, it, it usually involves this wish, not only a sense that you envy what the other has and want it, but that you really are so excruciatingly in pain over wanting what they have and thinking that you can never have what they have or be who they are, that you want to destroy what they have or actually destroy them. And when that's unconscious, it's like um, it's like Richard III in Shakespeare. It's really malevolent. Now, jealousy is something where you, it involves three people, not two. It's where you want, want to have someone love you or be with you who is at the moment with another and you may hate your rival the one who has the person you desire um but you don't necessarily hate the one you desire just because they're with someone else. So there can be love in jealousy because you could love the one you desire and hate your rival. And so it can be less destructive than envy where there's only hate and envy undoes splitting. It's because envy is towards the good object, not towards the bad object and splitting you hate the bad object and you fight off them off or you're at war with them, but you love the good object or the idealized object and you want to be with them. So you're not destroying the good object, but in envy, it undoes splitting because you want to destroy the good object because you see the good object as having being so bountiful like mother's breasts. If she can give me so much, then 
that means. She has it all inside of her. She could keep it for herself, like Klein said, Melanie Klein, and she could just have her own, as she says, in envy and gratitude and give dream, giving dreams examples, the mother can just keep all the good milk for herself, all the good nurturance for herself. That's what the baby can imagine. Now she, Melanie Klein knew this from adult patients that had dreams and fantasies that related to these early infant unconscious experiences towards the mother of envying the breast. So um, in envy, there's only one other, the mother, and or the other that represents that primal mother. In jealousy, there is a rival. It's more at the edible level stage where there are differentiated men and women. So in heterosexual relationships, it could be a man wanting, desiring a woman who's with another man, and he can hate his rival or be very hostile towards him, but still love the woman he wants to win over and who he desires. But he'll be very, very intense in his passion with jealousy, as intense in his passion as he might be in making love to the woman. So jealousy is very intense, but unlike envy, it isn't as destructive because there's love in it. Now, going beyond the contrast between envy and jealousy, let's look at what admiration is. Because obviously when we desire what someone else has, or we look up to someone and we say, wow, I'd love to be like that person. We don't have to have this fatalistic view that we could never be like them in any way, or we can never have what they have. We could in fact be inspired to have an ambition or aspiration towards becoming who they are or becoming like someone who they are. And we can just admire them and want to aspire to be like them. And when envy is resolved somewhat in analysis, the person who is having it resolved becomes more capable of admiration and less filled with the intensity of a destructive feeling of envy because they become more hopeful. They, first of all, they're feeling better about themselves and who they are. So they don't have to feel so like they're so inadequate. They could never have what the other person has or like they're so horribly um, bad that they can't be admirable and, and and even heroic like the person they admire, they can start to aspire towards being like the other. And the hope that you can get what the other has in your own way, because now you're seeing yourself as more separate from the other than in envy, where you can appreciate that you might get what you would, what you desire they have in your own way. If for instance, a career, you can, maybe make a career that's somewhat like what they have, but not what they have because you're different than they are. So you can admire them and aim towards getting what they have that you admire and even have some envy towards, but not feel destructive towards that you have to destroy what they have because you can have it in your own way.
and as you grow and develop towards what you actually want, you become less likely to have this instinctive destructive envy and more likely to grow in terms of admiration and real appreciation and gratitude towards people that set examples for you of being um, beyond you, but beyond you in ways that you would like to aim to become or to strive to become and to enjoy the creative process of becoming more than you are in yourself now by using them as a model, someone to refer to in your aspirations. So admiration is a very healthy thing. And even though there can be a little envy in it, it isn't the kind of primal destructive envy which when kept unconscious causes you to wanna be destructive and hostile towards the person who has something you want or who is something that you wanna be. But because in admiration, you have hope that you can also become this, like this admirable person and have what you have in your own way within your life. So thank you again for listening on this new topic of envy versus admiration with the distinction of envy and jealousy on the way. Thank you very much. Thank you.